In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Hello, welcome to Curious Freedom Podcast with me, Kirsty Faruja, and friends. And today it's another solo episode with just me. I put a post up on my Facebook community group called Curious Freedom Community. Links in the show notes if you want to come over and join. And so I put a post up last night saying, What would you like me to chat about on the podcast? And my beautiful friend Jody wrote, Can you talk about when freedom feels so far away because you have so much to declutter? And I was like, Brilliant idea, Jody. Thank you very much for that idea. So I'm going to do a quick episode about that today. So I want to encourage you all that curious freedom comes. In slowly. It comes with every intentional decision you make about what you bring into your home. And it comes with every intentional decision about where you're going to place things in your home. And it comes with every intentional decision about what you let go of from your home. And so I just want to encourage you today, Jody, and everybody else who's listening, that Curious Freedom is not a destination. It's not somewhere you get to after you've decluttered. It happens in the process and it happens as you're going about your daily life. And you can live in curious freedom, whether you're in a house full of clutter or whether you are in a minimalist dream house. Curious freedom can be your companion when you are running around taking care of your kids and your family and friends and making dinners for friends and grabbing (laughs) Christmas presents on your way to something else. And curious freedom can happen in the absolute mundaneness, the groundhog dayness of life. It's not a destination. It is how you choose to live. And so Jody, you already have curious freedom. (laughs) It's here. It's already here, my friend. So I don't think that that's what you wanted me to say though, Jody. And so I want to encourage you that you can get to that freedom which you are seeking through being intentional every day. As I said, it's intentionality of what you bring in, where you choose to place it in your home and how you choose to organize your home so that it works well for you and works well for the people that live in your home and then in the decluttering process as well. So I want you to give yourself really big encouragement anytime that you go to declutter, anytime that you're doing the washing and you find clothes that why did this kid put the clothes in the wash? (laughs) Why did they even wear it? Because it's got a hole or it's too small for them. So you can be decluttering in small, tiny ways as you go. 
have been thinking a lot about my dear friend Ruth, who passed away a few years ago. And she was part of the Head, Heart and Home course that I ran within the Art of Decluttering when I was still there. And she was also in an episode that I'll link to because she's just, she was so beautiful and she's got such a beautiful heart. And her philosophy was to set timers for just 15 minutes and just do 15 minutes. And she would actually set a block of time aside, like three hours, and she would change task every 15 minutes. So I'm not saying that you need to have a block of three hours or even a block of 15 minutes. I think the reason that I've been thinking about her lately is that it's in the power of the small movements and the small moments and the chunking things down into small tasks and bite-sized, easy, achievable things that you can do that move you closer towards the goal of having your house completely decluttered. (laughs) And I'm laughing because we continue to bring things in. So Jodi, I see you, I see your heart to have a home that has a lot less clutter in it. And so I'm not dissing that at all. I'm just laughing at the idea that a decluttered home is a destination. (laughs) We have to declutter a lot continually, but not all the time. It's just we have opportunities throughout the year to declutter, whether it be birthday, like it is, like it was last Saturday for me, or, you know, we're heading into the Christmas season and in Australia, kids are bringing home stuff from school in the next couple of weeks as they finish school. And so that is also times for us to be intentional about what even makes it through the door (laughs) and how long does it stay in our house for and being really intentional about what we're buying this Christmas season, how we're spending our time and how we're being intentional in that. So just, I'll just finish that thought around Ruth is that, you know, we can create small chunks of time to work towards achieving our goal. And that can look as small as, you know, as we often say, going through teaspoons while you're making yourself a cup of tea or waiting for the kettle to boil. But it could be going through the mugs. It could be, as I said before, when you're doing the laundry, realizing that, oh, Aren't those undies are too small or they've got something's got a hole in it or actually didn't feel great when I was wearing that. So as soon as it's washed and cleaned, I'm going to put it in the donate pile and not have to feel yuck in this item again. The other thing I was thinking about, I read this beautiful poem the other day by this gentleman called David Tenson. He's a beautiful poet. You can follow him. I'll put links in the show notes for you to follow him on Instagram. So this is a poem of his. It's called Count Your Losses. So you could start by counting your losses, knowing that what's gone is gone. It's important to let that happen before you move on like exhaling before you inhale again. Otherwise, your lungs may explode. Long ago, they burned things or buried them, allowing them to return to creation. Long ago, we weren't so possessive. Life and its furnishings were temporal and on loan from the gods. 
kind of like those toys we used to borrow from the library. They all went back in the box, ready for the next kid. So you could start by counting your losses, allowing them to find their place in the earth and sky of your heart, filling the air with scent and ground with strength for the journey ahead. And it's normal to miss moments, to miss people and seasons. It's normal to cry and let the salt water fall to the edges of your mouth. Some things, tough things, horrible things, may need holding again for a moment. You know what I mean? The pain you stuffed in your pockets and have been walking with for too long. Once, they were too much to hold, but something told you you weren't ready to part ways. When you are ready, reach down by your side, find these things and finish your conversation. Say your piece, give them back. No one who lives fully lives light for long. Every moment, day and season beckons us to hold on. For life is dear, costly and thrilling. And after you've counted your losses, let go. Exhale. Return borrowed goods. Say your peace. Maybe now, now you can cross the threshold into new beginnings. Still you, but lighter for a moment. Still you, but lighter for a moment. So that's, again, that's by David Tenson called Count Your Losses, and that's from his book, The Russell. I will put a link to it in the show notes so you can read it again. But yeah, I don't know why that poem came to me while I was chatting. I think it may be because I was talking to people yesterday about how it can be really hard to let go of things and to get to the decluttering and we put barriers in our way and think that we need to put six hours aside to be able to do the toy room or your wardrobe. And some people were talking about their differences and some people need six hours. Some people really like the idea of just chunking it down into little bits of time to be able to get to the decluttering. And some people were talking about sentimentality and how they find it really hard to let go of things. And so maybe that's why I thought of this poem. I really like the bit where he said, some things may need holding again for a moment the pain you stuffed in your pockets and have been walking with for too long. Once they were too much to hold, but something told you you weren't ready to part ways. When you are ready, reach down by your side, find these things and finish your conversation. Say your piece and give them back. So I think that's where I'm sitting with at the moment. Doesn't quite answer Jodie's question or like wanting me to speak about what to do when freedom feels so far away. But I think it kind of does. I think that There is a season for everything. There's a season for the decluttering and there's a season for the cluttering. There's a season for having the time and space to do the internal work that decluttering can take. Sometimes, you know, it's not always easy. It's not always just teaspoons and glassware that you've never used. Sometimes it's that it brings up really hard things for you, whether it's memories or your own mindset. And sometimes we just need to sit with things for a while and that's okay. And that's okay. And it's okay to not want to do it as well and to go, actually, it's too hard. I can't, I can't look at that thing yet, but when it's time, it'll be the right time and you'll be in the right mindset and you'll have gathered within yourself and potentially somebody else to walk with you through this season. You'll have gathered the resources that you need to be able to do the decluttering. And those resources can be time. 
The resources can be the mindset. The resources can be the habits. Resources can be the education, (laughs) like you're hearing through these podcasts. So the resources just might be that internal enthusiasm and the right time to lay things down and to let things go and to do the decluttering and to be able to part with things. But I absolutely appreciate that it can feel so disheartening and so frustrating when it just, that freedom feels so far away. And so I just really wanted to encourage you that freedom actually is happening every single day. Freedom is unfolding in its beauty and in its curiosity every single day. When you are being intentional, and even when you're not being intentional, freedom's still unfolding. (laughs) It's always unfolding before us. There's always an invitation to step into more and more freedom. There's always an invitation to step into more and more curiosity. So yeah, maybe it's that reset, reframing that needs to happen, that actually freedom is here and now. I'm getting freedom and it's unfolding every day as I'm growing and changing and becoming more and more of who I'm created to be. And it's already here and it's unfolding and it comes in the little steps and in the big steps. It comes with the six hour declutter session and it comes in the, hey, I'm actually not going to buy those clothes today. I don't actually need them. I've got the same at home, just different. It's in the intentionality. So I hope this short episode has been helpful, Jodie, to you, Jodie, in particular, and to everybody else who's listening. I absolutely adore you all, and I'm so ever grateful that people would listen listen to my ramblings, listen to my thoughts on decluttering and being organized and doing life and curious freedom. And yeah, and if this has been helpful to you in any way, or if any episodes have been helpful to you in any way, I'd really appreciate you taking the time to leave a review. You can do that on most podcast platforms now, and you can always come over to my Facebook page and leave a review there or send me an email and tell me what you love. Tell me what you don't love. I'd love to hear from you no matter what. So I hope you have a beautiful week and that you see Curious Freedom unfolding and enfolding you this week as you go about life in all its beauty and all its mundaneness. So have a beautiful week, incredible, curious ones, and I can't wait to be with you again next week. See ya. See ya.